What's the most important resource that you have? If you really thought about this deeply, I think you'd come to the same conclusion that Joey and I did. It's time. In our newest book, Wealth Without Wall Street, The Three Steps to Financial Freedom Through Passive Income, we talk about how are we tracking that time? Well, what is the thing that we can do to get more of that time back? That's right. If you've ever been listening to our podcast and thought, man, it would be amazing if I could take all the things that you guys have learned over the last 10 years and just summarize them, put them in some way to easily digest them and take action, that's what this book is all about. You're not going to want to miss it. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash new book and get your copy today. All right, Russ, I'll be the first one to say happy birthday, my friend. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Um, in light of that, I thought you might be willing to share one of your most favorite birthday stories. Maybe, how about this, the most embarrassing birthday story? Mm, okay. Well, it, this is maybe coincidence. So I'm 44 today. Four plus four equals eight. Okay. I had to take my shoes off. <laughs> there you go. I mean, this is a financial podcast, so we'll let you do a little math there. All right, so when I was eight years old, which is how old my son Ryan is, my dad, and he was uh, the lady that uh, he wasn't quite married to, but they lived together, right? That's true. Just in pure Alabama fashion there. And, uh, she had three kids and um, had a daughter that was basically our age. And I had some friends over and they had this big party and they said, hey, here's what we're going to do. It'd be really funny, right? You know, just have fun. Um, we're going to dress up all the boys. We probably had like eight to ten boys. And you guys put on the girls like uh, gymnastics uniforms, you know, the leotards. Leotard, yeah. yeah they, okay. You guys go put on a leotard. We'll take a picture. It'd be funny, you know. Ha, ha, ha. As soon as somebody said, hey, we're going to have fun, you're like, what? what? Yeah, What's going yeah. on? I yeah, mean, I'm in. I'm, I'm in. all about like, is this going to be engaging, right? Let's do like, this. And at eight years old, yeah, whatever, right? You're going to do whatever you want to. Sure. And so I was like, sure, I'll put on a leotard. That, that'd be funny. And so, you know, we all like disperse and go into the, you know, individual bathrooms and rooms of the house. And so there I am like strapping on my leotard, you know, this like little sure. pink leotard. Oh, it was pink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. And I, I get this thing on probably, I, I don't remember this, but I'm assuming just, you know, based upon my vanity, I probably took, took a little gander in the mirror. Well, sure. You know, to, Why not? <laughs> like, <laughs> I look pretty good to be in a leotard, you know? I mean, it, hey, this is an opportunity here, right? <laughs> so I, I walk out, right? Walk out of the bathroom, walk uh, from the bedroom into the living room, expecting to see all my little, you know, baseball buddies and friends that were over at my birthday party. All in their leotards. In leotards, you know, yeah. just to laugh at each other. Yeah. Yeah, the joke was on me, man. What do you mean? I was the only one in a leotard. <laughs> my dad had completely set me up. Dude, on your birthday. He set me up. He's like, look, I got an idea. You guys uh, just play along with this. We're going to get Russ in a leotard. And what, people taking pictures? Yeah. I mean, thankfully, you know, there was no Facebook, Instagram. You know, I, you'd have to go find the These Polaroid are... camera picture of it. And I, and I don't think I've ever seen one since. At least I probably tore them up when I was old <laughs> enough to find them. But yes, there I am in a birthday party, walking out kind of like surprise birthday, surprise, you're the moron. Mm, that 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 gives a whole new meaning to the birthday suit. Oh my goodness. Like Man. yeah, so I mean, what does that have to do today, Joey, with our passive income report? The only thing that I can tie it to <laughs> is that um, never make 
a mistake twice. Mm, lessons learned. <laughs> lessons That's why learned. you tune in to this show every month. This is February of 2021, and we are outlining all the various different businesses, and some of them are side hustles that have turned into businesses. Some of them were 100% passive from day one. Uh, but this is where you learn what to do and what not to do. And that would be one of those things not to do. Don't wear a leotard on your birthday. All right. Well, thank you for in, indulging me. Thank you for bringing that out. Maybe that's the reason why, you know, I have certain issues that I, you know, I struggle with, right? And uh, maybe that's why I like the color pink as I'm wearing today. So anyway, thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoy this content that we bring to you on what we're doing in our passive income businesses, hopefully to inspire you how to create financial freedom so you can laugh at yourself and have fun in life because without that, what's life for? So let's jump into this episode of the February 2021 Passive Income Report. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. All right, Joseph, today we're covering what happened in the month of February 2021 in our different businesses and investment ventures. This is obviously the area where we get to kind of open up the kimono and, and share. And, and neither one of us are from Japan, so it's crazy. <laughs> share the good part and uh, some <laughs> some bad stuff that happened this, this past month, man. Well, it wouldn't be legit if you didn't hear the good and the bad. And so I'm, I'm excited. We get to share this with you guys every month. And this has constantly been one of our most downloaded episodes because this is where you you're literally getting to see um, we're not just talking anymore. We're actually doing, and this is, this is where you can gain some confidence and, or maybe second thoughts about what we're already doing. Well, what I love about this part is when we get to actually share with you how we are taking our cash and putting it to work. And I know sometimes you ask questions like, Hey, where are the places that I can get my cash at work and working as hard as I do to have created it? But also, you know, people are like, well, can I do these things that you're doing without money? Is that possible? Well, I think this is this is maybe something you and I have been talking about a lot lately is that passive income sometimes has a bad connotation because people are like, does, does that really just happen on its own? Like you just put money in and spits money back out. And to be honest, there are sometimes stages that people have to go through in order to get to a point of passivity. And sometimes it starts as a side hustle. So some of the things we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about them in light of how a lot of clients start in a, a very side hustle format in these places. And they learn ways through various different resources and coaching to make those businesses passive. You and I just had to kind of start on that end because we already have a full-time business and we didn't have the time to start them as side hustle. Well, and I think if you're in a nine to five, sometimes you have to create a five to nine. You have to work after hours. If you truly are, are so focused on what your financial freedom outcome will be, meaning like when I have more income from things outside of my nine to five coming in, what would that give me the ability to do? And maybe it's just 
freedom. Maybe it's just like, man, the stress is off my back. I can really focus on my day job and enjoy it. For some of you, it's I can leave my day job. I hate my day job. My day job's preventing me from enjoying my family, enjoying the things in life that I, I really feel blessed in the, and have a passion to do. All of those things have to come by creating income streams. So if you're not already taking time to focus as to what that outcome would be, I'd say that's step number one. And that's what, why we always say that we have three steps. Step number one is get clarity. Yep. In clarity, you literally have to know what your vision for your life would be and what would it look like if you achieve your goal of financial freedom, having more passive income or income outside of your day job than you have monthly expenses. And by the way, if you, one of the simple practical step in that is if you're not around other people who are thinking this way, it's going to be really difficult, if, if not impossible, to start on this path. And so I, I've just put this out there. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash community. If you're not already a member, it's free. There's no reason for you not to put um, valuable people around you who are constantly going to be pushing you and you're constantly getting ideas that you never would have gotten outside of that. So join the community if you haven't already. Well, and I do think having that thought process, sometimes that we're the only one on the island when we tell people, hey, I don't invest in the stock market. I'm not putting money in a 401k. I think all of that stuff is a bad idea. And, and this is not uncommon. Joey, I stopped by our accountant's office the other day to, to you know, sign all our business, you know, uh, returns and stuff like that to do all the privileged taxes for all the many businesses we're going to be talking about today. And one of the things I was asking them is how is I, you know, setting up um, different accounts for my kids for us to pay them, right? They've been on here. You've probably listened to some of the episodes we've done with them on the Rich Dad, Poor Dad for Teens episodes, and we're able to pay them a, a money that normally we would have had to pay tax on and then give it to them so that then they could go use it to, you know, pay for swim, to pay for art classes, to pay for ballet or whatever it may be. Well, no, now because they're doing these marketing activities, we can pay them and avoid having to pay our tax rates on it. Right. Them at their tax rates, which at that point is necessarily zero. They have some social security taxes and stuff. And I was like asking the accountant, like, where do I, you know, do I need to set up like a checking account to put this money to make it legit? And he goes, yeah, a lot of parents do that. And then they set up a Roth IRA. And I was like, what? What? I was like, I would never treat them that badly. I'm their father. <laughs> Isn't that child abuse? Why would I do that? And he's like, well, uh, I mean, mo most people do that. I was like, why would I tell, why would I teach them to do something so stupid? <laughs> right? Like, why would it? they like money. I want to teach them that money's a good thing not to put away for 70 years. <laughs> what did he say to that? He was like, uh, uh, yeah, uh. <laughs> and I'm like, don't you see him wearing a wealth with a wall street shirt? Mm. And you know, the common uh, conversation is, well, you didn't have to invest in wall street because you could take their Roth IRA and put it as self-directed and they can invest in all this. I'm like, why would I do that? Yeah, you can jump through 16 more hoops if you want. Like we could do that for you. Why would I subject them to all this IRS requirements <laughs> when life could be so much simpler, right? When life could be so much simpler when their money is in a place that they can control. I'm just going to show them how to take this money and pay the life insurance premiums I've already set up for them. Isn't that a beautiful thing that we've already taken the, the first step for them? We set their policies up. So now they can start paying it. I think it's beautiful. It's, it's a, a beautiful thing. It's one of those things where if kids get money immediately, they and and they get to spend a hundred percent of it, we have set them up for failure. Exactly. Wait, wait till the tax man comes. Wait till uh, you know the monthly rent comes. Make wait till we're teaching them how to 
tithe, how to give the first fruits to God. Like if we allow every dollar that our kids receive to go out the door, we have given them bad education. No doubt. No doubt. Now, so we have to jump into this report, Russ. All right. We're running out of time. Okay. So what do you want to start? All right. So there, there's many different businesses that we have. And I, I guess let's start at the top, maybe with our land business. Yeah. If you're if you're watching online, why don't why don't we can we share that? I don't even know if there's a possibility to share that. Maybe we can, maybe we can't. We're, we don't need to try to figure that out. You got the share button. Hit the share button. Let's make this thing like for those who are benefiting from jumping on live with us, we're gonna share this thing. This is the first time. So if you're listening to us, you've never um, seen us do this report live. You get a chance to see it live here. Right. There you go. Boom. Now you may have to squint a little bit, <laughs> you know, but here, here's the thing that we're looking at. So at the top of the list, Joey, we have a, a land business. That's right. And this part, people ask, well, well, Joey, is this a side hustle? Is this a side hustle that you've turned into a passive business? Or is this a purely passive business where you're giving money to someone and they are managing every function of it and you're not having to do anything. What would you say about our land business? Well, I would say most people start the land business as a side hustle. It's something that they can do in, like you said, the five to nine hours. We've already interviewed tons of people who have implemented infinite banking with the land business and they have gotten huge results in a short amount of time even just with two or three hours a week, five hours a week, 10 hours a week, and they've built their own business. You and I kind of jumped ahead on that and we had to hire the team to run it because we just didn't have the ability to build it and scale it ourselves. Uh, but you have those options within the land business. I, I just wanna point out thelandgeek.com. That's where you can get more information about this yourself if you're trying to take those steps. And, and just like quick overview, we're buying really, really, inexpensive properties. We're talking 500 to $2,000 properties that we're buying at 20 to 30% on the dollar because we have identified people that are probably willing to sell if you just make them an offer. It's like they've got something hung up in their garage that nobody, they haven't used in 10 years and you come and say, Hey, I'll give you, I'll give you $10 for it. And they're like, great. You know, I'll take it because I wasn't going to do anything with it anyway. Well, most people who hear us talk about this are like, how do I find out information about this? And we love to share Mark Podolsky's team, The Land Geek, and they are a sponsor of the show. So this episode is brought to you by thelandgeek.com. <laughs> but we do uh, love this because not only did we go through the education part, even though we attempted to do some of it on our own at the beginning to understand it more because we like to have understanding of what we're doing with our money, but we also like to be able to give you feedback if you ask a question. Not that we know everything there is to know about it, but we've gone through flight school. We, we went through the That's boot right. camp, and we've sat and, and kind of understood what is involved. So our land business now has become purely passive from our standpoint. And people ask, well, Russ, how did you make it passive? Well, we put in a couple hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> like we built out the things that most people who are, are saying, well, I don't have that or I, I would rather be more involved in it hands on. They don't do that. They, they literally put in a couple thousand and start buying properties. So for the month of February, our land business brought in $4,284 net right. at the end After of it. expenses and, and all the overhead. That's pure cash flow for a part of it. That's right. Now, there was another part, Joey, where, you know, like one of the things we're trying to build out for us is a consistent cash flow because we're we're focused on financial freedom was where passive income is greater than monthly expenses. 
but not everybody wants to pay you on terms. Some people want to pay you cash. And you're, talk, you're talking about the people we're selling the properties to. They either, sometimes, a lot of times they make payments back to us, but in some cases they just want to pay cash all up front. Cash money. Do we accept that? I love cash. Okay. Yeah. And, Green stinky <laughs> cash. <laughs> and uh, this month of February, we sold two properties that equaled $11,500 pure cash. So what did that do? Went right back into the kitty. We're going to buy more properties with it. We're going to try to get those on more terms, but Hey, if they pay with cash, we'll take it. Hey, how many of you would like to spend, you know, $2,500 and sell something for 11,500? That that's what happened. That, yes. I Joe, Joey, for those me. of you who are not watching is raising <laughs> his hand. He's saying me, 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 me. <laughs> and if you listen to our January report, you, you heard us talk about some other sales we had that had equally as good of a return on them, but we are looking for cash flow. So our land business has some cash and has some cash flow. That's right. Are you looking for ways to implement ideas, get exposure to new ones and be surrounded by people on the same journey as you? Joey, where can they go to do that? Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash community. You can join for free today. So moving on, uh, we have Iron City Cattle. As we, we didn't have any activity in February from that, as you, we've mentioned before, we are kind of moving towards dissolving that. And uh, that just is going to take time to sell off the, the various cows and things that we, we own. Uh, but now we're in the Wake Up in Birmingham. What is Wake Up in Birmingham, Russ? Wake Up in Birmingham is a place when you come to Birmingham, Alabama, not UK, you have a place to stay. Come on now. Come on. Go to wakeupinbirmingham.com. This part of the episode is brought to you by wakeupinbirmingham.com. This is a short-term rental location that you get to stay in one or two bedrooms. And soon, coming soon, there's going to be some three bedrooms out there. But we have built out um, a, a business that we um, we rent. We rent the locations under a master lease. So if you've never heard us talk about this, you have the you don't have to necessarily go buy a condo or buy an apartment or buy a house, put up the deposits or in the down payments for all of that, and then go rent it out. We have already gone to owners and said, hey, we want to rent your place under a master lease and then turn around and we put it on Airbnb, booking.com, VRBO, and all the different places that you can rent on a short-term rental. And that has been created for us a, a destination for people to come stay locally. So when uh, the in-laws come in, in town, Joey, you say, hey, I got a place for you. There um, you go. It's not upstairs. It's across town in one of our nice units. <laughs> and we currently have 19 active units yep. that are involved in this. Eight of them came on board in February. Okay, so this is a key. This is a pro and a con, right? We just expanded to downtown where we were more kind of in the suburbs of Birmingham. And we added these eight units. Well, there's a lot of startup costs that go into getting new units. There's also snowstorms that can happen in the month of February. So you learn a lot when you're doing a business, right? So people ask us, okay, this can be a side hustle. This is one of the things where we're actually teaching right now people how to create a side hustle business where they work in the business. They, they set it up. They put it on Airbnb themselves. They answer the calls that come in via the, the app and they make 100% of the money. Right. And we teach that in a mastermind. Joey, right. today's my birthday. Did you know that? Yes. Happy birthday. Thank you for the card, by the way. You're welcome. Where's the gift? Um, <clears throat> about that. It's coming. It's, it's coming. coming? Yeah. You, it's you ordered coming. it on Amazon? This morning. 
I okay. I'm just same day. I'm looking forward to whatever the exciting <laughs> thing that you're going to give me is. The car was great. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Right in bigger font next time. Oh, is it too small? It's hard for me. Well, you lost your glasses. I know. Well, I, just, I found them last you time. You did. I okay. did find them. Okay, that was good. that was another another thing. But <laughs> so people ask us, this is a side hustle that you can work on the side. And if you want to learn how to do this, we actually created a mastermind. And because of my birthday, because it being St. Patrick's Day as we're recording this. Both in one day. People say that there's a lucky, there's luck in the Irish. Yeah. I'm not Irish. You're not. Nope. But it is your birthday. I'm from Alabama. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing Irish about Alabamians. <laughs> I, I don't even like Notre Dame. They're my second uh, most hated team behind Alabama. Hmm. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> but gap, because right? of today, we're going to give you an opportunity to join the May Mastermind. We now have two groups going through learning how to get their first rental in 90 days and all the things you need to do. And it's not taught by Joey and I, because you guys know we have not done any of that. Yes. But we do have an operator who is in the trenches who have, who's done it 19 times. That's right. And he knows what to do to help you get that. Now there's also some learning that's happened along the way is how to make these as profitable as possible. Because to be honest, I look back at February's numbers. I see that wake up in Birmingham brought in, $32,733. That sounds really good. But the expenses was $33,009. Yeah, that it went backwards. And, 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 and there's some fairness there is, yes, we brought on eight new units right at uh, Valentine's Day. Like the next day, we had a snowstorm across uh, Texas that literally, and through the Midwest, that wiped out a lot of the people that were actually coming to stay in those specific one-bedroom units. And because the cold snap happened, we had a couple of these brand new units to us. The heating systems went out. Yeah, that was a learning curve. And we had to refund people. That's right. And, and we we had some not so good stuff that happened with that. So it, there, there's some part there that we're going through February for you <laughs> and experiencing it and helping you understand how not to make those same mistakes. So if you want to learn how to do this, we, this is a class that is $750 a month for three months. Yep. For the next four days. If you're listening to this live, if you're listening to this recorded, you're going to be like, okay, I get to pay $750. And by the way, that's a deal. $750 a month for three months is still a deal because when you learn how to make at least your first $500 a month in that 90 days, then that you get to make that back really quickly. But if you're listening to this live right now, go to wealthwhitewallstreet.com forward slash STR Mastermind. Join the May group because we're giving you a $150 discount off that $750 if you join by the 21st of March. So $600 a month for the next th for the next three months. And, and to me, this is like you're in that group because this will be the third group who's gone through it. Yes. Our, our first group is about to finish here in March. We've got four different people who've got their units already set up who are asking those questions or actually continuing on. We're having kind of a continuing on st uh, study group because clearly the things start to go fast. At least they did for us. Right. And and as you're doing it, more things come up. So we didn't want to leave people hanging. So, all right. So that that's, that's STR mastermind. We, we also have um, another kind of what I would say is a purely passive business. Right. Yeah. So we invested in an ATM, actually several ATMs in a fund. And uh, we were able to put that in 100% passively Every month, that money will come back to us at $2,184 every single month. So, Joey, um, what does ATM stand it, for? It's a seven-year uh, deal, by the way. What's ATM stand for? 
you know, automatic transfer of money. <laughs> I love it. I love it when I get the money on the spot because if he asks me the same question, I have no clue. But we'll move on. Um, yes, that is a truly passive business where we put a little over 100000 in it and we, we got to buy seven different uh, ATM machines across the, uh, across the nation. And we are getting just a, that is purely mailbox money. We talk about having a mailbox money with lifestyle. That is mailbox money lifestyle. Now it required us to be an accredited investor. It required us to have cash, but and you're also able to depreciate. What does that mean? You're able to to take the all the components of that and basically write them off on your taxes. So it didn't cost us a hundred thousand. It cost us more like seventy thousand. Exactly. Yeah, to I, make, didn't, I didn't remember the exact number. And to make twenty one eighty four a month for the next seven years. That's, that's not bad, right? That's not bad at all. You'll do that many yeah. times over. All right. So we have even as equally a passive business, which is our our crypto mining business. Right. All right. Don't even ask me. <laughs> I know you're going to ask me. But we have computers. We bought computers that mine Ethereum cryptocurrency. And that cryptocurrency is credited based on whatever the going rate is on today. Okay. So... It changes constantly, <laughs> actually within minutes, what the values are. But as of the end of February, each one of our, our various machines created, oh, I didn't add them up. Oh, God, I should have done that. That's about 6,800 bucks, 6,900 bucks. Yeah, net after expense. Because each one of these computers has to, you have to pay for the power and the management fee. And after all those are paid, you said it right, $6,800. And that is a side hustle? Is that a side hustle turned to passive business or is that pure passive? Pure passive. The, and, and we did not have to be accredited to buy these. We didn't, uh, but it is something, again, I, I would say if if this is your last dollar, don't go buy these machines, right? Because no, 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 no. there's, and you, you need to have a group who can manage it and do all that stuff because these things produce like 170 degree heat. Yeah. I, I've been to it. I've gone to where our units are. They're up in South Dakota, which is usually cold, by the way, if you didn't know that about South Dakota. <laughs> and I we all through the building that is in, and it is 110 degrees. And that's with these humongous, like con commercial grade fans blowing air constantly through these things. Yeah. Yeah, that so you don't want to do that in your in your kitchen or your, your no, bathroom. That, this isn't something you you operate on your own. And and I'm just gonna say, like, again, disclosure, don't go spend money on this because tomorrow it literally, because Joey and I are talking about it, the value of uh, the <laughs> cryptocurrency is probably dropping as we're recording this. But it was a good month for us. We bought these machines several years back and they're still producing revenue. And now we've got, you know, sixty nine hundred dollars of cash flow coming in after after paying the management fee, after paying the power bill, that 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 makes us look like geniuses. All right, so we're gonna kind of go quickly here. The the multifamily business, we we own an, an a syndication, an ownership interest in an apartment complex. And I got some feedback for that. Okay, actually, for the month of February, the the unit I owned in um, ultimately got sold into a fund, which owned like thirteen different properties. And like nine of those properties are currently under contract. They paid $85 million for those nine properties. They're, they moved them into the fund for $105 million. So we had some appreciation in there. Wow. And now they've sold them or have them under contract to sell for $110 million. So when this all is done, this is one of those things where we're going to get cashed out. But if you've been listening to this episode, because things have not been going that well over the last year and a half, we haven't been getting our preferred 
dividend, which is really what I bought it for is the cash flow. Right, the monthly cash flow. Now, I was really hacked about that, Joey, for a long time, but we interviewed Ricardo Rosales. Yes, right. And Ricardo was talking about how he was running the business, and when things went bad, he kept paying his investors, and what ended up happening? He went out of business. He went out of business. And what did he say? If he could go back and redo it, he would have done differently. He would have held on to it and then kind of rebounded and then been able to pay them out. So I will say now after hearing his interview, I'm happier with the operator of this business saying that they were smart enough to say, hey, we're going to stop making payments because to be honest, I don't want to go run an apartment complex in the middle of South Carolina. No. That's not no, something I want to do. But no, that is a you. passive business. And I, I, I will wait for the day that I get to tell you guys about how successful it was probably uh, equally as successful as Joey's hundred unicorn business. That <laughs> is an e-commerce business that he needs to get rid of. And we're rapidly hey. coming up on the date of ending that. Right. Cause I said, if this thing, uh, uh, when, March. When, when is it that if it doesn't become profitable, you're going to get rid of it. And you told me it was the end of March and that's, that's right. 14 days. That's right. And, but here's the thing. We're working on some big things in the e-commerce side. And when we do, I'm gonna be able to revive hundred unicorns. We're gonna. That's buy, my. That's my goal. I think what we're what Joey's trying to tell you. We're looking at buying an active, profitable business, and maybe underneath that we can bring hundred unicorns as a brand that could actually have someone who knows what they're doing. I just. Run it. I just need my little sweet unicorns to fly. You know what I mean? Just give them wings. Yeah, they, they already have wings, but they're not flying. Anyway. Let's go quickly. 1001 Morning Sun. That's my condo. It's still kind of holding strong. 100 bucks, 125 bucks a month cash flow. Um, it, it's nothing exciting there, but it's, it is what it is. Now, the community, what's that? The community is wealthwhitewallstreet.com forward slash community. Every time you go in there, I hope you will go to the groups, you go to the courses, you get to learn about the things that Joey and I have created. And there's, there's basically courses in there that can help you understand all of these conversations of why the world is working against us and how we can overcome it. And inside the community, we do have courses and classes. And, and we're constantly, right now, we've been actually, most of our courses and classes are people don't even know about because we've got them hidden because we're building out this framework. Uh, but we did make a little bit of money, uh, I think $469. But we spend $2,500 just hard costs to operate this. So. Uh, we need you guys to buy more courses. We need you guys to, <laughs> to take advantage of that. But coming soon, there's going to be plenty of opportunity for you to take advantage of that. The, there's also inside of there is a group called the STR Mastermind. We mentioned that a second ago. We, we're running um, several different groups at one time that are teaching you how to get that going. So if you go to wealthwhileallstreet.com forward slash STR Mastermind, you can take part in that group. Uh, we brought in a little over $7,500 from that mastermind. Uh, in the month of February, and we would love for you to take advantage of that going forward. So, Joe, if we add up that in our Freedom Seeker Masterclass, we add up all these totals for the month of February, we brought in $70,245. What did it cost us to run that? Yeah, $43,000 in expenses. So, we got we to gotta work on that, I think. Work on the income? The expense. Maybe so. I, I think maybe uh, looking at this from a, a net, people say, well, what did you guys make in your passive income businesses? It was a little over 27000 for the month of February. That's not bad. And, and some of those were truly passive to us. Some of us, we, we've, we have side hustles working. Obviously, the community is something where we have, I would say, is a side hustle for us. Right, because we're actively in, engaged in there every single week. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's not taking 40 hours, right? No. But 
to to bring in twenty seven thousand a month of February, that is the number that we're reporting to you. That's the number that we want to constantly improve on for the month of January. Is this right, Joey? We brought in actually that needs to be updated. Okay, so I can't tell you what January <laughs> Go is. Go back this. to the last episode because that was accurate. This the spreadsheet's not. Joey, come on, man. <laughs> Let, let's do this thing. All right, so thank you for jumping on this. Whether you're listening to this on driving down the road in the month of whatever, 2021, 2022, uh, but thank you if you're watching this live because we hope that you'll take advantage of every opportunity to learn how to become financially free and to learn from some of our mistakes, but also to say, hey, if these two knuckleheads from Alabama can – can make $27,000 in net income after doing this stuff. Clearly, I can do the same thing. Absolutely. You have the ability to do it, and we want to help you get there. Thanks again for listening in to this show. We'll see you next week. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.